Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sevier. Before we begin our conversation today about getting beyond the grip of anxiety, we'd like to give a shout out to some of our new patrons. Thank you, Mike, Nancy, and Gina for supporting our show. We're incredibly grateful that you decided to become a patron. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, you can visit patreon.com slash anxiety slayer for over 200 anxiety relief downloads. We also have a free membership option where we'll be sharing some of our guided relaxations with you. Welcome back, Ananga. Hey, Shen. Today, we're going to be digging into the importance of confronting anxiety today for a better tomorrow. And I love this because it puts us in this place of taking action. And as you know, if you take action and you make a choice, you can really make a difference, whether you're struggling with anxiety or anything in your life. Sometimes that struggle is much more painful than working with it. Yeah. Sometimes we come to a threshold where we make the decision to seek support, seek help, educate ourselves and try and make a change. And that threshold is where we just feel enough is enough. This isn't a comfortable way to live. This is spoiling my life or areas of my life. Anxiety is particularly difficult because it gets right into our thinking and we can feel so exhausted with just trying to cope with anxiety and trying to do the things we need to do each day, be a parent, a partner, go to work, all the things we need to do with anxiety dragging along or putting us in this fog of overwhelm. And it's very easy to defer getting help or seeking support, making changes, because we get exhausted. But as you just said, Shan, struggling with anxiety is much more painful than getting help and working with it. And there's so much we can do to make things feel more comfortable. Some of the points that we're going to be covering in this episode today are the importance of seeking help for accountability and support moving forward, getting informed, finding out what others have done that has helped them, being mindful uh, of who you share your time and energy with, also making a commitment to daily calming practices, and perhaps using affirmations and tapping to support a positive mindset. I think a teaching that really helps with tackling anxiety to face what can feel like um, an invisible enemy sometimes is to remember that resisting takes energy. And it's understandable when we're living with anxiety that we feel really frustrated. We can object to it. We can just wish it to go away and leave us alone. And that is so understandable and so much a part of living with anxiety. But in reality, we're just exhausting ourselves. We're putting our energy into frustration and objection, and we're not accepting, we're not meeting the situation head on and, and moving into getting support. We can choose between taking good care of ourselves and nourishing our mind with good thoughts and reflection, or we can be having an experience of frustration and causing ourselves more pain. When we're dealing with negative emotional states, there's a certain point where we realize that. We're inadvertently feeding into our own suffering. When we feel frustrated, we might be being hard on ourselves. We might feel that we should be coping better. 
There's so many dialogues that can come with anxiety and we're just getting more tired. And then our minds get completely overwrought with negative thoughts. And whatever you call up or whatever you put in your mind, this is what you have to live with. This is what you have to digest and live with every day. And if that's a negative loop, oh my goodness, those negative thoughts running in our mind will color everything. They'll color our perception of absolutely everything and can pull us into a downward spiral. And nobody wants to be in that place. And it's so easy. Mm -hmm. In my experience, it's as simple as being overtired, caught off balance. Hungry. (laughs) Hungry, reacting to something rather than responding to it, being on autopilot, having something upset us or trigger us and we push through it and we don't stop to think, why did that affect me like that? And how can I get back in balance? What do I need? We're just caught in the storm. We're caught in the process. And again, we get tired. It takes enthusiasm and energy to make change. And sometimes we're just so exhausted Mm -hmm. by anxiety that we get caught in that downward loop. And that's the thing we need to kind of stop and, and pull back from. And we need support for that. And overcoming anxiety, adversity, and emotional pain, it starts with having some nourishment for our mind, for our body, good company, support, people we trust, someone we trust that we can talk to, uplifting music, inspiring reading. Or if we're too tired, sometimes we feel too tired to read, then audiobooks or, or podcasts. Ayurveda teaches that everything innocent around us has an energy to it and there are lower energy states which feel sticky and negative and there are higher energy states that feel positive and and clear and they have some hope and some forward momentum and that's what we need to cultivate when we're trying to overcome anxiety and adversity and very often we need outside help from somebody who already knows how to do that. Let's dig into challenging negative thoughts a bit more, because this is something that we hear so often in our Facebook group and Facebook page, the, those looping negative thoughts. And what, what can we do about them? How can we change things up? You know, for this episode, we're really talking about confronting anxiety. And there are so many negative thoughts that can come up in that regard. We can have thoughts like, I'll never be free of this. This is just the way I am. Or we can have, a, have looping concerns like, am I going to be like this forever? We can see anxiety as a personal weakness. We can drag it into our work performance or different areas of our, our life. And these are all really negative thoughts. If they're not serving us well and they're just keeping us ensnared in that experience of anxiety, it's not helpful to us and it adds to that fatigue and that feeling of, of overwhelm and being stuck in the anxiety experience. So the first thing is to notice, to be aware of our negative thoughts, um, to, to start actively listening to them. Often they're running, but we're not paying attention to them. They're just kind of nagging in the background. So to be aware, how do I feel about my anxiety? How do I feel about my options and my choices for having a better experience? in my life, in seeking help, in making changes, to start listening, to start really tuning in to the record we're playing in our head, 
Right. And, and to question the validity of those thoughts. Yeah. That's something that's been incredibly helpful for both of us over the years when to not believe everything you think, to question that loop, that thought that, wow, is that even true? Or who does that belong to? Because checking that validity can change so much. I think it's valuable also to ask, is it helpful? When my mind is anxious or low, it's got a certain push to it and it can be waiting for me. I shared this recently. It can be waiting for me when I wake up in the morning and I can almost find myself arguing with myself, which I really don't like when that starts to happen. My mind's got this push and pull to it. So the way I try and stop that is to just ask myself, is this helpful? And the short answer is no. Let's do something different. Mm. We can get into it with ourselves, this unhelpful back and forth negative dialogue. If it's not helpful, we need to put our mind somewhere else. It might be something really basic and simple like taking a shower, stepping outside, folding some laundry, just drawing our attention to something practical and physical, moving, or pull our mind away to something positive. And it's a good way for you to distract yourself from that mental dialogue. It's an invitation to carve a new path. Yeah, which is the practice in our new course, our Ayurveda course on overcoming anxiety. We share this Ayurvedic teaching of drawing the mind away from one area and engaging it in a positive area. And that's a teaching that's also in the Yoga Sutras. And to do that, we need to have something ready to switch it to. We can't do it from a, from a bare cupboard. <laughs> we need to be well stocked. And for me, it's study. It might be something completely different for other people. We need to know our thing. It might be prayer. It might be motivational reading. It might be memory games. Whatever it is, we need to have it ready to go and just pull the mind over. It is, as you said, distraction, but it's also immersion. It's got to be something the mind can get into that's going to have sufficient stick to pull it away from anxious thoughts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of the relationships I'm most grateful for and most proud of is my marriage. Over more than 30 years, my husband and I have experienced the ups and downs that come with long-term relationships. And early on in the Wayback File, I had a lot of trauma to clear to show up fully in our partnership. We had come from totally different backgrounds, and that sometimes threw challenges up for us. And all these years later, we're still learning and growing and supporting each other with as much love and kindness as we can. And therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in any of your relationships too, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or anybody that you're in relationship with. Therapy isn't just for people who have experienced major trauma. It's super helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Working with a therapist can empower you to become the best version of yourself for yourself and in relationship. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slayer today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash slayer. Building a support system is also 
really helpful. It's a gift that you can give yourself when you cultivate strong connections with close friends, family members, or even support groups. Sharing your feelings and experiences with others is just such a sweet way to provide emotional support and to get different perspectives that can help kind of alleviate where you're at or alleviate that weight of anxiety. Have you ever been with somebody who just, you kind of came in stressed and anxious and the next thing you know, they're cracking up about something or they've got a joke or a funny story. Sometimes it's as easy as that. And other times, not so much. Other times it's, okay, maybe I should consider partnering with a therapist who can really tailor some strategies for me and help me with some coping mechanisms so that I can face anxiety head on. Only you know what's best for you in this area, but building a support system is everything. Yeah, it's the best feeling. You know, when we suffer in silence, we suffer so much more. And of course, we need to have trusted people to share with. We we need to be careful where we share because sharing with the wrong person can be really devastating experience. But when we have good people to share with a professional, a trusted friend or a support group, a safe place to share, it breaks the spell because we know we're not alone. We know that other people are going through this too. We might be going through it slightly differently, but very often we'll find when we reach out and share our experience, somebody will say, I know exactly what you mean. And they'll come back with something where we think, oh, it's not just me then. So suffering in silence is particularly painful. And working with a professional, it gives us a safe place to share we're going to learn things that are going to help us. And it also gives us accountability. It gives us a supportive framework where we go back at whatever agreed time frame we're working in. And maybe it's weekly. We go back each week and we know this is my safe space to share, to get some feedback, some support, some ideas, and see how I'm doing. It's a place to check in and, and move on from. And along the way, setting realistic goals for yourself as well. When you're facing anxiety head on, there's a lot that's going to come up for you. Celebrate the small achievements along the way to boost your confidence. Set realistic expectations for yourself so that you don't feel this pressure and overwhelm to shine in a way that maybe you're not ready to, but in a way that says, Today I made this choice. Today, I was able to immerse myself in something positive or I took better care of myself today. I had a nourishing meal. I had a good conversation with a friend. These things count. Every little bit counts when you set your goals. Yeah, and writing them down really helps to embed them in and acknowledge them. And when we're suffering, little things really count. We shouldn't belittle our efforts. We should put them in the treasure box and acknowledge them today. I did this and it's all good. Whatever we manage to do, it's good. And it builds strength for us to move forward and keep going. And as we get to the close of this episode today, we want to share with you the importance of mindfulness and relaxation techniques, as well as the importance of strengthening your mind-body connection 
And these are areas that you hear us talk about often, but you know what? They work. And so we're going to just keep sharing them with you (laughs) so that you have the choice. When you're confronting anxiety today for a better tomorrow, these are some things that can help you in your intention to really face it and create a much lighter way of being. We invite you to incorporate mindfulness and relaxation exercises into your day every day. And that means deep breathing, even if it's for 30 seconds, even if it's for five rounds of your breath, a deep belly breathing exercise where you're like, oh, okay, I'm remembering to breathe. I'm remembering my breath. Of course, there's meditation, both guided meditation and meditation in nature, walking meditation. We love progressive muscle relaxation. This is a wonderful way to help you stay grounded and in your body in the present moment. All of the relaxation techniques that we share with you are gold, pure gold, and they don't have to take a whole lot of time. And you will always walk away having a better sense of calm than you did before you started. If you allow yourself to breathe and to meditate and to just be present and quiet for a while. Another good way to switch away if the mind's playing negative dialogues is to just listen to something else. That can be a really useful way to calm the mind down, to not get into its chatter. Don't take its propaganda seriously. Ignore it as best you can and put something else on and listen. Follow along with a guided relaxation, a guided journey, and allow your nervous system to settle. When we listen to the mind and we take it seriously, our nervous energy gets unsettled, our stress increases. And when we listen to things that are calming and can lead us into a more relaxed state, we're doing the exact opposite. It's just a practice. And I know sometimes it's difficult to commit to a period of time, especially now where we can look at something on social media and think, oh, 30 seconds, you know, and that can feel like a long time. So we're challenged to commit to healing practices. But as you said earlier, Shan, 30 seconds even of of breathing can be helpful, of the calming point, of tapping. It's just starting. Once we start, we'll like how it feels and what it's doing for us, and we'll be able to continue. And then. We have to wrap today with tapping and how tapping can really strengthen your mind and body connection. Ananga has been teaching tapping, has written a book about tapping, has taught me everything I know about tapping. And I can tell you that it's one of the very best things that I've been able to do for myself when I'm stressed out, emotional chewing over something that's really hard. Oh my goodness. By tapping while addressing and verbalizing any of these challenges, you can change so much. It really helps alleviate anxiety. The great thing about tapping is it's one of the quickest and most effective ways I know to change our internal dialogue or our attitude to something. So again, talking about facing anxiety, we might have this running dialogue, as, as we said earlier, that I'm stuck with that. 
oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't know if I'm ever going to get over this. If you put those words in a tapping session, a tapping statement, they'll change, they'll soften, and they'll dissolve. And then we start to feel more hopeful, more resourceful, more open to looking for ways we can find help and we can move forward. And we've got several guided tapping sessions that you can follow along and tap with us on our Patreon to help you do that. There's an area at the top of our Patreon. It's called Collections. It's a new feature in Patreon called Collections. There's one with all our guided meditations and another with all our guided tapping sessions. So it's easy to find if you just click on the tapping sessions and look through. You'll find we've got SOS tapping sessions for if you're feeling really strong, heightened anxiety and you need help bringing it down. We've got tapping sessions for what if it's going to be okay if we're worried about a particular thing and that's preoccupying our mind. And we've got tapping sessions for changing what if thoughts, negative beliefs, and just feeling some hope about overcoming anxiety. And it's a very helpful way to feel more hopeful and more resourceful. We invite you to take action to get help if you need it, and to not let frustration feed your anxiety. You've got this. Make the choice. Choose something that we shared with you today and just give it a try. If you want to receive more anxiety support, you're welcome to visit our Patreon, where you can get a deeper dive into some of the topics we cover, as well as over 200 downloads, including all of our guided relaxations. Learn more at patreon.com slash anxietyslayer.